Redditors who have walked in on their significant other cheating, what were the next 30 minutes like? I walked in and she was acting very nervous. She also wouldn't let me walk to the room. It clicked and I got literal tunnel vision. Such a strange sensation. I don't remember too much, but the outer edges of my vision were black and I can only hear my own breathing. I guess I pushed her aside like she was a broom. Thankfully didn't hurt her. Then I went into the room and realized he was in the bathroom. What I remember is that I opened the door like a regular person. The broken door and her account say that I Hulk smashed the door open with my fist. I grabbed him and calmly escorted him out of the house without saying a word. He was bawling like a 12-year-old girl. I closed the front door, turned around, and told her she had an hour to get all of her stuff and leave. I watched Sports Center until she was gone. I didn't walk in, but I was helping her study and grabbed her phone from between us to Google something. I was immediately greeted with a long string of explicit text with her, just friend. I set her phone down and left without a word. I sat in the fetal position beside my car in the parking deck for a good hour before I could even process it. We broke up later that day. She married him less than a year later, and they're divorced now. No happy endings for anyone in that story. I was pretty much trembling and wasn't capable of talking, just holding my tears. My hands were a bit shaky, too. I wanted nothing but silence. One of the worst feelings ever. Didn't walk in. Caught him leaving as I went over the next morning to drop something off. She was in her skimpy nightwear kissing him goodbye. First thing that actually flashed across my mind was, I gotta get out of here or things are gonna go down. I was suddenly aware how I have anger issues and that got a concealed carry license and that I was carrying a loaded gun at that very moment. Looked at his smug face. Looked at her panicked face. Looked at his smug face again. Turned and left. Climbed on my bike and sped off. I never rode as fast, as recklessly, or as furiously as that time. I actually think I was trying to off myself. I did crash the bike. I was in such a murderous rage that I kept thinking faster for some reason. I entered a curve way too fast and slipped while leaning trying to make it. I got up, realized I was messed up, then kept walking into the middle of nowhere. I sat in a clearing and remained there until a policeman found me. I told him what had happened and handed him my gun, telling it was best he had used it because I felt the thing was demanding to be used. It was just my anger at the time. Police officer was sympathetic, drove me to the hospital and called a tow for the bike. The ride to the ER I got to chatting with he and his partner, 10 minutes go by and we're all laughing our butts off lost in random conversation. Me and those guys are good friends to this day and in many shenanigans we have been involved since. Regarding her, I never bothered to check. TLDR, got cheated on, gained best friends after trying to endanger self. I'm glad this one at least had a happy ending. Calmly went to the hardware store and bought all new locks for the doors. When I got home, she was already there. Kicked her out, changed locks. This is the manliest response I've ever heard. I was pretty much just shaking and stunned, so I walked my bike home and just went, Huh, well that sucks. She kept trying to call the house phone, but I wasn't answering. It was surreal. I reacted like, uh, okay, I'll wait in the living room while you finish. Three days later, I utterly lost my crap. Still haven't found it. I didn't walk in on it happening, but I saw it coming and did everything I could to stop it, including telling my girlfriend that if the woman I suspected her having a thing with came to my apartment when I wasn't there, it was over between us. She constantly told me nothing was happening between them, so I gave her the benefit of the doubt. When I was out of state for a funeral a week later, I went through the Google Home app and noticed recordings of the Google Home speaker being used after midnight. I listened to them and heard the recordings of my now ex-girlfriend and the other woman using my Google Home. I came back four days later, had this on my chest for four days, and asked my girlfriend as we laid in bed next to each other if anyone came to the apartment while I was gone. She looked me in the eyes and said no. I said, again, was girl's name in my apartment while I was home for a funeral. She continued looking me in the eyes, laying inches away from me, and said no. 
I picked up my phone and played the Google Home recording and asked her, then who the heck is this? She was a deer in the headlights. She couldn't speak for five minutes. I told her she was a liar, a manipulator, and a freaking coward and told her to get the heck out. She left her Facebook open on my laptop I let her use for school. Four years and an engagement. During the affair, I paid her taxes and paid to remove her wisdom teeth, all while she screwed the guy I didn't need to worry about in our bed. In our room, I paid rent for. It really felt like getting hit by a bus. I couldn't breathe, threw up multiple times, and finally slept when I passed out drunk. Found out he was cheating on me for four months while he was miles away. I was just angry as heck and punched a wall in my house. The morning after I found out, I went to work and I asked my boss to transfer me to another state. A few weeks after going to another state, I met the love of my life, and we now have a puppy and are getting a house together. Wife of six years got a new job in medical device sales and was out of town for three weeks straight for training. The first two weeks went okay, but she had never traveled before, so it was difficult on both of us. I have several friends who work in the industry, and they all pretty much paint the same picture. Lots of alcohol, lots of hooking up. It's okay, not my wife. She would never. But the next time we spoke, she could tell something was wrong. She had been talking about this guy quite a bit in our conversations, so I asked about him. Oh, he's nobody. Just another rep from another state in training with her. Regardless, that afternoon, I got a text from him, explaining that my wife had told him that I was asking about him, and he decided to text me to reassure me that he was married, had three kids, nothing was going on. I bought it. And then, the night before she comes home, it happens. 4am, I get a phone call from her, but in my slumber, I send it to voicemail. She was absolutely wasted and had drunkenly dialed my phone instead of his and left a voicemail. The voicemail consisted of explicit details of their intimate encounters that week, and since they will be traveling together in the future, the continuation of more intimate encounters were promised, including details on how she loved it when he did X to her Y and Z. I got out of bed, walked down the hallway to our daughter's rooms, two and four at the time, grabbed both of them, and brought them to bed with me. I held them tight while they slept on each side of me, while I cried the remainder of the night. Not for me, but for them, because their world was going to get turned upside down in less than 12 hours from now. I then got out of bed, logged onto her computer, and, after a little investigative sleuthing, I forwarded every iMessage, every picture as well as the voicemail she drunkenly sent me, to his wife. So to clarify a few things, this is a throwaway account, so any questions regarding 5-day-old account, etc. are because of that. First of all, thank you for the support, fellow Redditors. This happened a while ago, and I moved on. It still hurts. I still haven't come to trust anyone fully yet, but really, I have no interest. I'm only 36, so I'm just having fun working on being a better me. Regarding paying support even though she makes twice I do, I pay support because it's my duty to my kids, regardless of what she makes. I'm not hurting for cash, not by any means, and neither is she. And yes, the court system is heavily flawed and biased towards mothers. In cases like this, the girls should be living with me. But again, thank you for being awesome, Reddit. Fun story. I'm a bit late to the party, but I'll share anyway. Had a buddy that I had not seen for a while come to town. We were going to meet up and go drinking, but I ended up having to close because someone called in sick. But he goes out and parties all night. I tell him to call if he needs a ride. Get the call at about 3am to come get him at some chick's house. He gives me the address and it's my girlfriend's address. She lives with her sister, so I thought he went home with the sis. I walk in the house and head to my significant other's bedroom and guess who's there? My buddy. Should have seen the look on her face and it was priceless. Buddy asks what's going on. I tell him, let's go, and tell her to kindly screw off. She's crying and Buddy is starting to get the picture. Tell him she was my friend of about five months. He feels terrible and is apologizing profusely. I tell home, we're even if he buys me breakfast. So we go get breakfast. I look at it as he did me a favor, nothing to feel bad about. 
TLDR, caught my buddy, diddly my girlfriend, made him buy me breakfast. I can't help but laugh at this one because there are a lot of factors that I don't really know about, but it makes so much sense to have this kind of attitude after finding out about this. If she had did this to you, screw her. No reason to keep her around. She was doing him a favor. She was telling him straight up that she didn't think he was worth it. And honestly, she isn't worth it. Massive W to this man. Went on a brunch date after staying the night at her place. Some Irish dude was flirting with her while we ate and drank. I got up to take a dump and smoke a cig. I'm halfway through my smoke when she walked out the door holding hands with the dude from the bar. I wasn't even mad. Even waved as she left. I calmly sent a text saying we were done, which she didn't respond to until the next day. Apparently, I was overreacting, according to her. I laughed, hung up on her, then left to join my friends on the week-long camping trip we had planned. Again, more responses from the dudes that are nothing short of based. I love this. Kind of late to the party, but here's my story. Was with my girlfriend for three and a half years. She spent a weekend with her friend. I trusted her because at the time, it was my longest relationship and I didn't have a reason not to trust her. I didn't walk in on her, but one day she mentioned how she wanted to go see him again. The next morning, I said, Hey, can I use your phone to call my dad? Mine is messing up. I went through her messages, and he said, I loved the way you blew me, along with a bunch of other stuff. I walked back in the room, woke her up, and said, We're done. I felt crappy at first for going through her phone because it was wrong, then went to my best friend's house and got drunk and played video games. It was actually a pretty fun day after that. My ex before that cheated on me with the roommate we had move in with us. I was downstairs watching TV and heard them in the bedroom. I knocked on the door and she pretty much told me to screw off. I moved out the same day into my friend's place. Got drunk and played video games. Every girlfriend I've ever had has cheated on me. Video games haven't though. Not quite the ask, of course, but similar. My ex always stayed up way later than me because of his shift patterns, so I'd gone to bed around midnight and he was up watching TV. For whatever reason, I couldn't sleep well that night and was in and out for a couple of hours. About 2am, I hear the bedroom door slowly open and I'm about to ask him if he's coming to bed when I realize he's just standing there in the doorway. I'm guessing he couldn't see that I was awake in the darkness. Then, he inches the door shut so it doesn't make a noise. I hear him put on his shoes and the front door slowly, carefully open and close. He came back around 4am to me sitting on the sofa and just about crapped his pants that I was awake. I just knew, and his reaction confirmed it. We broke up that night, but he was never brave enough to admit to that occasion of cheating or the dozens more that came before it. That I had to find out from others. Then, because we just signed a tenancy agreement, I had to live with him for almost a full year. Best year ever. This was so long ago that it is almost funny to think about because it made me a better person. I truly believe that. In college, scumbag boyfriend's ex-girlfriend was in town and we were all at a party together. They were from the same hometown and had a lot of mutual friends. I got too drunk and left. He told me he was staying and would come over in an hour. I had a lot of friends there too who were keeping an eye out. I got home and immediately got a call from a friend that they snuck off together to his apartment. We lived in the same complex, so it was about a four minute walk away. I sprinted back to his place, my best friend sprinting after me, walked into his room to see them, best friend runs in and punches the girl in the face. All pretty much a blur after that. Some yelling, crying, punching a wall, then just went home and cried a bunch. About ten years later, wouldn't trade it for anything. Sobering experience and made me stronger. Unfortunately, this user paints a less exciting picture. It was like time stopped, like in a Wes Anderson movie. Everything was slow motion. He was passed out naked in his bed with some chick who told me to close the door. His housemate was rambling something frantically in front of me, but I was not there. I remember getting into the car and driving to a park, sitting in the driver's seat until I burst into tears. It was incredibly disassociated. It broke my heart, but I wasn't conscious when it happened. 
I related to a deep cut. There is a few moments of nothing until the blood starts to pour out uncontrollably and the excruciating pain starts. Not the crazy story others have, but went to visit her on my lunch break while she was visiting her family. I was in high school at the time and we had been dating for almost a year, so it might inform the story later. Her mother informs me she's at a friend's house up the street, so I go and check. It's the guy I've suspected for a while and I ask if she's there. She answers the door in a skimpy tank top and short shorts and immediately starts crying when she sees me. I walk away, not even being bothered to care at this point since it has been building for like three months. She follows, crying, telling me it isn't what it looks like and at one point falls down onto the grass. I walk to my car and tell her she has one hour to drop off everything my family has let her use slash given her before she will vacate her stuff from my house. And I drive home. She shows up, gives over everything including car keys, house key, and other items. I was basically supporting her, distancing herself from them. She leaves and I take the rest of the day off in a haze. That's about the end. I am kind of a distant person in general, so the emotional part wasn't the biggest issue until it hit later in the day. This is a little confusing due to how many people are involved. I'll try to make it easy. So I wasn't the one that walked in on them. It was the drummer of my band. He was living with the guy my girlfriend cheated on me with. He, drummer, called me and told me, then said, I'm on my way to your apartment to pack up your stuff. I contacted my mom and told her I need to move back home for a little bit. She was more than happy. She hated my girlfriend. So while my GF was still sleeping in bed with her screw buddy, I was home packing up everything. Best part was, she didn't have a job. So it was literally everything. I had it all moved out before she even got home. She had no idea why I moved. Because, unknown to her and her screw buddy, my drummer was there the whole time. His car was at the shop so someone else brought him home. They thought he was gone for the night. Long story short, she started dating an even different guy a few weeks later and called me drunk one night asking me to sleep with her. I didn't, but I made sure word got to her new boyfriend. Also, our favorite TV show together was Lie to Me. So I made sure that when I moved out, I hid all the DVDs of the show around the apartment for her to find. That alone made me feel a little better. Hope this wasn't too confusing. Dude, hiding the DVDs? That's a respectable kind of petty. Didn't walk in on, but my then boyfriend called and asked me to drop off his phone at his work. I go to retrieve the phone and it vibrated, so I looked to see who it was. Found all sorts of communication from a woman that is not safe for work. This was back in 2008 and my ex had a flip phone. I snapped it in half and threw it out wasn't a walk-in, but I still love telling this story because in hindsight, it's pretty freaking funny how horrendous the situation was. Was on and off with someone for years. She had commitment issues, to me at least. All of a sudden, we're talking more often for a few weeks. She seems more serious and wants to take a trip with me. We take a ferry ride out to this secluded island off the west coast of Florida to camp for a few days. Has a beach and bike trail. Second day we're there. I get a really long text from some random number, and it turns out she's been screwing her ex, guy she was dating in between our on and off, while talking to me. What's worse, she got him to watch her dog while her and I were on this trip. He was suspicious about how she had been acting, so we went through her texts on her MacBook and found out she was with me. Believe it or not, it gets even worse. The ferry that took us to this island wouldn't be back for another full 24 hours, so we had to stay another night there. I got bitten up by bugs that night and then we awkwardly packed up all our crap the next afternoon and drove two hours back home together the next day, hardly speaking in that period. She dropped me off and drove to deal with her ex and I never spoke to her again. Silver lining, I'm now happily married to the love of my life and it's definitely not this woman. In my mid-twenties, I was living with someone I'd been in love with for years. He said he loved me but didn't want to commit and was interested in a polyamorous lifestyle. I did what I could to give him time to figure out what he wanted. We did everything together for two years. Traveled to Europe, went on vacations every couple months. We'd meet women online together and bring them home for crazy intimacy parties. 
My sex drive was off the charts back then, and I didn't really care if it was a guy or a girl helping get me off. We did a lot of crazy experimentation together. To this day, he knows more about me than any other person, and vice versa. Eventually, my self-esteem and sanity begin to wear thin. Our relationship broke down. He'd begun to bring around one of our former playthings more and more. He'd always told me that I didn't need to worry about her because he wasn't really interested in her. It was just intimacy, and loved me most. Anyway, it came to the point where I needed to leave. I found an apartment with some friends, but wouldn't be able to move in for about 45 days. I told him I knew he was going to play with other girls, but begged him to not bring them home overnight until I could get out. It just hurt too much. One night I came home and heard giggling in his room. I was staying in a room next to his. I knew it was her. I texted him, asking why he couldn't just wait a little longer because he knew he was destroying me. He texted back, insisting that no one was there and I was crazy. Later, I heard moaning and gasping. Long story short, I saw her in the hallway the next morning. She smirked at me. I moved out two weeks early when my place opened up unexpectedly. He married the girl, but still toyed with my emotions up until the actual wedding. Whenever they had problems, he'd always come back, talking about second chances and how we were made for one another. I'm a happily married woman now, living in a wonderful city. I have a dog and nice apartment. I'm still not sure I'll ever recover from the rage and pain that man put me through. Just a quick PSA side rant here. Polyamorous relationships are definitely not for everyone. It involves a lot of communication between partners. For scumbags like this guy, it was an excuse to cheat. That's not how it goes for everyone. For people who are actually poly or part of a polycule, they're way happier with their partners because they're willing to have these conversations and not go behind each other's backs. It's all about setting and respecting boundaries. On my birthday, I got sick so I couldn't go out and celebrate, but my now ex-wife had arranged a big celebration with lots of friends, so of course she went out because it's crappy to cancel at the last minute on so many people. Anyway, I just went to bed and slept. 2am rolls around and she drunkenly climbs into bed which wakes me up but she didn't notice and started texting and trying to take nude pictures seriously to guys. I saw because I was awake, took the phone from her, went through everything. She had multiple dating apps, was texting as many as 20 other guys and sending them naked pictures. All of them were taken while I was at home either in another room or sleeping. The next 30 minutes were her sitting in silence and me packing my stuff to go to a hotel for the weekend. And then the following few weeks were spent with her telling me it was all my fault. We're not together anymore, clearly. I cracked the plaster on the wall with the back of my head. She said she was sorry, so sorry, that she didn't want it to end things between us. I told her to leave. She eventually did. That was the first time we broke up. Strangely, the others weren't as bad because I had already been through it. Still bad, but the final straw made it very easy to walk away. I worked for a few months, saved everything I could, then moved across the country. The last text I got from her was, Where are you? We need to talk. I'm coming over. Everyone's telling me you moved, but I know they're lying. I never have snappy comebacks and I never get revenge. But tapping the word California into my cheapy Nokia and then sending it from the sunny streets of Venice to the icy winter frozen wasteland of Minnesota is one of the best feelings I've ever had after being hurt. It all started to get better from there. She married an idiot knuckle-dragging caveman misogynist. She saw me on a TV show once and sent me a picture of herself in an effort to smooth things over. Time had not been kind. When you're done, you can meet me at the park. I sat there with the six-pack waiting for him. Go on. I literally caught him with her on top in our bed. Anyways, so I waited as he showed up with already a few cold ones consumed. Discussed about how long it had been going on and that I was moving out and he could keep the bed. He's actually one of my good friends still after 15 years. I just hate drama, so it's better to walk away. Sorry it's not a more exciting story. 
When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.